Really excited about this week's podcast. Tez is in the house. You've probably seen Tez on Body Science's social media. She's one of our ambassadors, which we love. Absolute guru, runs Dose coaching platform, has a clothing brand called Feels and is social media and manager at EMF, one of the the coolest gym chains happening in Australia at the moment. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. I love the intro. I know. I think we've got a fair bit to talk about. Let's rip in. let's go into it. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent or manage any injury, disease or other health-related condition. Welcome to Body Science HQ, the world of fit, happy, healthy, and I'm throwing on the end, I'm sitting opposite a fitrepreneur. Is that the way you pronounce it? You are one. However you like to say it, I like that. Yeah, Yeah, you like it? I do. Tez is marketing manager for EMF. That is a gym chain on the go. You guys are always thinking the boys have been on and Mm. massive fans of what they do. But I want to talk about you. You've come running into this brand. We've done so much stuff with you from a ambassador perspective. I I, I like to use that word. You may not Mm. use it with us, but it's a word I wrap around you when Mm. we we talk about what we're doing. Because I just love what you represent in the fitness industry. You know, I I don't want to take too much of your thunder here, Mm. but you've got a really interesting tribe with Dose, which Mm. is is your um, coaching platform. Mm -hmm. And um, I subscribe to that. And now anyone out there, jump on board. It's awesome. Don't look at my photos. It's not her fault. I've said that many (laughs) times today. You have a clothing brand called Feels, which is a really, it's got some really cool pieces. And and I love what you do. I mean, you're a social media guru, so you you do really cool content around that space. And uh, thanks for the shirt over there. I'll be definitely wrapping that. And probably one of the big things that, you know, I want to talk to you, a lot of people want to be, you know, everybody wants to be a, a PT. Like when you talk mm. to anyone, they're like, yeah. I, I'd love to be a PT. But mm. what that really means from like you're, you're, you're in the space of one of the most dynamic. I mean, I don't think there's many gyms that invest as much money as what EMF does when it comes to setting up a site. I mean, yeah. I, I mean the, boy, uh, the boys yeah. are next level. <laughs> next level, yeah. that's for sure. So yeah. what's it like? I mean, What's it like to work in a group like that in Australia and, and where, where are gyms going? Just give us all the info you can. Let's yeah, it. it's awesome. I think um, I've been with EMF for coming up six years this mm-hmm. year. It's awesome to grow with a company and, and I've been with them, you know, when they've had three gyms and now I can't even count how many gyms there is and, and to see where they're going and I guess how fast they're expanding in their vision, going through them and, and going along the journey with them. That has been, I guess, yeah, the best part of it because because, um, yeah, you, you get to see all the ins and outs. You get to see how the gyms are made. They are, if if no one's heard of EMF, it's we're a big chain here on the Gold Coast, Brisbane, and now we're going into New South Wales as well with, yeah, I guess a few more sites on the way in Australia as well before going international. But it's it's a one-stop shop. We've tried to think of everything you could for fitness. You've got classes, you've got the gym facility for weight training, you've got wellness, you've got recovery. So, yeah, to, to see where it's going is, is amazing and it's all that one-stop shop under one roof and I guess the journey and the involvement of where the company is has has grown and is going that is uh, definitely the most exciting part so um yeah it's I think there's a lot of challenges along the way because everything's new for mm. us as we grow so that's the the coolest part is because I guess without challenges there's no growth so yep. you're learning you're always stimulated and yeah you, you get a free gym membership so that's pretty cool too <laughs> <laughs> 
And you've never looked backwards or sideways since you've joined. You've been there six years. That's that's a fair yeah. time in a gym chain. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Uh, you know, it's a bit of a roller coaster at times. That anyone would say that, but yeah, I think, like I said, the challenges along the way. That is what that's what grows you as a human in general. So let alone work or life or anything. If you don't have a challenge or something that tests you in life, you you can't grow from that. You, yeah, you don't nice. go anywhere. So yeah, just being a part of the growth and how big it's it's getting and everything that I've learned and I guess yeah, just it feels like I've. I've come a long way since being with the company. Even it's only been five or six years. I've grown a lot as a person, um, and I've learned a lot of different skills. So having that opportunity to be trusted in that position, to grow with them, and learn on the go—that's um, yeah, been, I'm very grateful for that. And you're their mm-hmm. social media guru. Is that the right way to put it? Y- yeah, I would take that. You'll, You'll take that. Yeah, 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 throw that at me. Yeah, I'll yeah. little stick. Content creator, maybe. <laughs> yeah, this or that. Yeah. You do some cool content. I'll give you that. What do you think for anyone out there who is in the fitness industry that's trying to and Everyone's trying to build mm. content. I mean, that's that's the gold standard. Yeah. What? How? Did, let's talk about you. How did you mm. get that role? What did you mm. do to become that? And what, what, where do you think that's all going? I'm all about where things are going. I love where yeah. things are going. Yeah. So I I got that role because I think after my football career, play play football for a number of years, and once I hung up my boots, I didn't really know what to do. I ended up picking up a camera, and um, I just kind of fell into it. I did have did stem from a young age. I'd, I'd grab my mum's camera and I'd go out in the backyard and I'd go and to the garden and take a photo of like a flower and I just think it's so cool and I'd always say growing up uh, the funny saying is growing up I was always like mom I'm going to be a National Geographic photographer like that's what I wanted to be when I was a kid Um, and then when I kind of went into the sporting career for a while and I was like that was my gift and once I hung up the boots I was like oh no what am I going to do so once I picked up that camera it kind of stemmed those creative spices again and I just really enjoyed it I have a lot of passion for it and I think that is what it is with content I think you're need to have passion for it you need to enjoy it it needs to be authentic and I don't I don't feel like people need to you know what's on what's trending right now what's going around what are you doing what are other people doing and like copying them or even so this might be an unpopular opinion but I've been thinking about it lately is algorithms and trends and I feel like everyone I mean that's the that's the way that social media is set up you're supposed to you know learn the algorithms you follow the trends you get more views and more hits you know that's how it is but never put that phone down but yeah that's it but if you're not authentic you know with your content you can still do the two things but if you're not authentic then it, yeah I just don't feel it it hits as much you can post every day but if you're just out there just following what everyone else is doing or what the social media has told you to do you just become a bit of a stat to be honest like you need to you need to be authentic and get creative and think about hey what is what have people not done what's what's something new or like what's a new content I- idea I can do what's a new promotion that another trainer hasn't done that yeah. I could try like trying something something new being authentic with it and then making that yeah making that fit in along with the terms of social media these days but yeah something that has been playing on my line my mind lately and i've been thinking about it a lot as i feel like everyone is following what they've been told to do yep. and it's taken away from their authenticity rather than yeah being authentic and yeah thinking outside the box i and guess you use that word authenticity what does that mm. actually mean to you i feel like it this there's, there's a why there's a reason there's a why that everyone does what they do and i feel like like being authentic is is sticking to that 
I, I feel like, you know, there's something for, for me personally, my why at this stage of my life is, is giving my gifts. And I don't feel like a gift is something you've been born with, but it could be something that you've grown with or you've learned and you've, you've acquired these gifts and skills. But my, yeah, my authenticity is what can I, how all the gifts I have, how can I now gift that to someone else? You know, you've acquired these, let's gift them off while you learn more. Yep. And I think that's my why. And I think being authentic is just being really true to yourself and obviously something that you have passion in as well. But yeah, being true to yourself and, and following your why and why you do what you do, I guess, yeah, if that made sense. But yeah, that's no, just yeah. what come off the top of my head of what being authentic means is just, yeah, making yourself proud. And how do the guys that um, got in Lee give you that vision at EMF? Is that like mm. you've got it, you go do it? Or are they have I mean, I know what the boys thought yeah, about yeah, social media yeah. years ago, but yeah, I don't know a, what so it took a while. So when I started, it was kind of like I was working as a receptionist on the desk and then, hey, you could do this in your spare time. And then it was like, and then it moved to the point where, oh, you know, what, well, you're actually pretty good at this. We might, you know, form a role for this. But um, I think it just come with time, especially with the boys. It was, um, you know, it started off by making content. You have to get everything checked. Oh, can you check the copy? Check, you know, yep. the content. Is that okay to post? Yep. Tick. All right. Schedule. Um, whereas now I think I've, it was just a time thing of, yeah, them learning my skills and then you get to a point where it's just like right free for all yeah yeah you know what you're doing yeah go and do us proud <laughs> yeah i love it i love it i love it so outside of emf you mm. you've got your dose lifestyle platform yes and that's your coaching platform yeah um see i've been on that for what 12 months now mm. you you've got a really cool tribe going you've got a mm. really good thing going there it, mm. was that something that was really important to you as a person you talked about being authentic before mm -hmm. you're extremely authentic yeah on that platform yeah it really was it yeah it was something that i've been wanting to do for a few years yeah i think i've launched that maybe a year and a half ago now so maybe it's two three years ago it sort of stemmed in my brain that I wanted to create a yeah I guess a, a platform to give my knowledge of training and, and nutrition and wellness um but also mindfulness and yeah there's I a think, lot of that on there yeah, yeah mm. because um yeah I think yeah, I've been in a place where it ha hasn't been a fun time in my life I've struggled through adversity as well before and I struggled with that for so many years and I I just got through that place of being like that every day to not really wanting to be here to now being a place where like I'm um, day in, day out. I really, really love the life that I've created for myself. And so once I figured that out, I was like, I really want to create a platform. I didn't know what it was at the time. I didn't know it was going to be an app. I just wanted to create a, a platform to put my knowledge in this platform and that anyone who wants it or needs it can come and grab it and take it at any time. And if it could help one person, then that I just, yeah, I just had a feeling I knew I needed to do that. So yeah, when I was finally getting to the point I just I just had a feeling I don't know what it is but when you get that gut feeling that you need to do something and I knew it was the right time uh, yeah kind of went for it and yeah ended up creating a wellness app Dose Lifestyle yeah it has you know workouts on there nutrition recipes good um, recipes too actually yeah <laughs> but yeah the mindful stuff and healthy habits and I guess it's, it's a lot of the stuff that I do day in and day out that I know helps me enjoy life so a lot of that um, can be new for some people mm. so if I can in introduce those new habits um to one person i'm totally cool with that like yeah, that's, that's good. yeah yeah that was it but uh yeah it was definitely yeah definitely something deep within my heart that i knew one day i was going to do it i don't know when it was going to happen but it was going to happen but yeah it's it's happened one of the things that went in that being part of that tribe you talk about your journey a lot in that mm. 
mm. on that. And mm. one of the things you were doing recently was, what's, is it called the 75? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's the exact wording of it? The 75 hard. 75 challenge. hard. Yeah. And, and you had a red hot crack, didn't you? I did. Yeah. I went balls to the wall with that. Yeah. Um, I, I normally do if it's something that I really commit to and something of, the, of that nature. It was something that you really had to plan out. So um, I, I can't remember everything off the top of my head, but it's 75 hard challenges, 75 days. Um, you've got to work out twice a day. You've got to follow. One's got to be outdoors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look it up. Look it up. Seventy-five hard. <coughs> so yeah, did that last year. Um, and How was I, that? I, I honestly, it was one of the hardest things I've done. Yeah. Just because it's every single day. It's got reading and everything day. in it, doesn't yeah, it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to read every day, ten pages. And before that, reading was something I've never enjoyed. Mm. I never liked reading, and I've always been okay with that. I was like, no, I just don't learn like that. Like I'd rather watch something. <laughs> if I want to learn something, I'll go on YouTube, and that's yep. how I learn everything. It's so, a generation thing. Yeah. <laughs> So I was like, oh, it'd be interesting if after this challenge I actually enjoy reading. And I never thought I'd say it, but I, yeah, I yeah. think it's actually, I mean, it's it's what you read and it's the, the books you get and it's what you learn from, from reading, not only like the content in the book, but actually taking some time out away from everyone off your device. You sit there for 20 minutes and it's just you and the experience or whatever you're learning about. So there's also that that I've learned as well of taking that time out of your day to do that. Yeah, um, so not necessarily the content that you're reading, but but both sides. So yeah, that was a big part of it that I learned from that. Um, but Who did they join to that? Reading? Or? No, do, to do the 75 days. Oh, I've actually saw a few people do it before on social media. Um, Chris Mooney, uh, PT manager yep. at EMF, he he was like living by it. He did it all the time. And I always saw it and I was like, oh, I was like, nah, I couldn't do that. I was like, no cheat meals. I was like, nah, I love my weekend cheat meal, you know. No, no alcohol. I was like, I love a Friday bevy. Like, I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. And so I put it off and I always put it off. And I just felt, I was like, come on, Tears, you can do it. Like, um, so yeah, I just saw a few people doing it and I never thought I could do it. But um, yeah, I just had to had to man up, I think. Yeah. Um, and do it. Yeah, went balls to the wall, completed it. But yeah, it was definitely, um, mentally the hardest yeah hardest because there's also challenges in life that come along I think I remember I rolled my ankle really bad during it and I had to steal a bike from the gym and I wheeled a bike outside at my house and I biked <laughs> to get the outdoor and I couldn't walk yeah yeah so there's lots of challenges so there's um, that stuff that comes up about and all the other stuff in life so you've got to just there's no excuses you just got to make it happen so that was yeah that was the hardest part but it, it was it was a great experience for sure because 75 yeah. days it doesn't sound like that's a it's actually it, a it's long, a long time. time. Yeah, it really is. It is. Yeah, and it yeah, yeah it can get tiring. <clears throat> I guess with everything that you've got to do in one day, and then you've got to do it again the next day, and the next day, and the next day. And some days you forget because it's so repetitive. You think you've done it, so you've got to have that <laughs> checklist yeah. and make sure you tick them off every every day or have like an alarm. Otherwise, you think you've done it, but you haven't. It was yeah. just yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so your social media manager at EMF doing other things there as well because I know the boys don't have single PDs for you guys. <laughs> yeah, you're doing a lot of coaching. You're throwing yourself under the bus with some 75s and some challenges to yourself. And so you've also decided why not create a clothing brand? <laughs> I've got to ask this question. What inspired you to start the brand? So so that was actually the first little, um, I guess, small business or side hustle that I, I started with. And Did you do it by yourself? Yeah, or me and um, or my now fiancé, John, we, yeah, it sort of started with me, but he's definitely helped me out along uh, throughout the years with it, um, for sure. But I remember it was probably 2017 or 2018 playing around on Canva. when That's when, like, no one even knew what Canva yeah. was. Um, and I just played around with the 
designs on there and I'll just slap like uh, celebrities on a t-shirt and yeah, get getting printed from um, the local um, print lab in Narang Screen Lab. And so I started with that and then I sort of just leveled up it with my design skills and got into the Adobe space and whatnot, tried out a few more design ideas and I was just Jeez, making you brushed them. over that Adobe learning really quickly oh, because that is not something you learn quickly. Honestly, from when <laughs> I started, I couldn't even understand what <laughs> Adobe was. Like yeah. I had, I was messaging my sister-in-law, I was like, but I don't get it. What's the difference and what is it? And when I downloaded it, it was just Chinese to me. Mm. Like I, yeah, it's, yeah, you could <laughs> go into <laughs> a lot of YouTube, a lot of YouTube <laughs> tutorials, how to, how to. But yeah, no, I was just making designs for uh, myself or John was like, oh, can you make me an Ellen Iverson t-shirt or whatever? So I just play around. It was just fun for me. Yeah. It was just fun. So I played around with designs and um, yeah, along the process, just sharing a bit on my Instagram and everyone's like, are you selling these? And I just went from one message to a lot of messages. Are you selling these? And I, and that's what gave me the idea. So it was never really anything that I'd ever th- even thought I could do. I yep. never thought I could do that. I never thought I could design something or own a business. Like it was just, no, nah, that's not my, I'm a sporty girl. That's me. <laughs> I can't do that. So that's how it came about. And yeah, kind of got the confidence to, oh, okay, well, maybe I can do something with this. So that's where it came from. Uh, and yeah, and I guess the next step was, okay, so how do you make a website? Like, <laughs> just, uh, uh, yeah, I guess that's where it stemmed from. But it was always been a hobby of mine to create and design. So it's just. You know, that's such a cool story of, of mm. the founder mentality. Mm. What what type of advice have you got for kids out there that, and I, when I say kids, I'm old, everyone knows <laughs> what I mean. Kids out there that, that want to start something like yeah. this because mm. everyone's a wannabe designer, everyone's a wannabe property mm. developer, everyone's a wannabe PT. Like there's a every, there's a lot of wants out there. Like yeah. people want to do a lot of things, but they never take that first step or make those things. Yeah. You're obviously, fuck it, let's take the first step and we'll clean yeah. the shit up later as it yeah. happens type person. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. what advice have you got for that? Yeah, I think um, going back to the passion and authenticity, I think you need to have passion for what you're doing. I I don't I've never can be about the money never yeah. never uh, no, because it money just, comes it, when you hit. Yeah, it comes with it. You need to enjoy the process and yeah. have passion with it. Like whether it's a clothing brand or yeah, if it's a PT business or whatever it is, don't think you need to do it because oh, everyone's got a small business. Everyone's doing this. This is what I need to do to be accepted in this day and age. Not like you need to. That's great advice because that is yeah. absolutely what people think. Oh, 100 percent. Mm. Yeah, and you you just need to have passion with it because if you don't have passion for it, it's not going to last. You're going to get over it. You're going to get sick of it. You're going to get burnt out. You're not going to enjoy it. So you're not going want to level up so yeah you need you need to really enjoy what it is that you want to do but just start I mean like I what I had no idea how to do any of this I would just google literally how, how to make a website and then you know everything will pop up oh this platform here Squarespace or Shopify oh they have templates you can just <laughs> jump on and get them and edit them or oh, let's have a crack at that yeah so I guess yeah start with your passion and if you find your passion follow that yeah start your brand start jotting down brainstorming I used to have a big like a a blank brainstorm and I just jot it down everything that was on the top of my head like names coming up with names if I brought that up now I'm like that's a crap idea (laughs) but you know it is but it's just to get it out of your brain and start brainstorming um I guess yeah what what your company is about where you want it to go why you're doing it like what why when you know all of that stuff get it out on paper then you can get to the creative process and think of a name and yeah how do I register a name you know it's just yeah going through the steps but I do a lot of (laughs) YouTube tutorials on everything like I I'm YouTube 
qualified. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I've it. never done a course on anything. Um, like yeah, it. YouTube qualified. So um, yeah, I just searched. And if I had someone around me that was in that sort of space, uh, yeah, ask some questions. But do a lot of your own research yep. first before anything and reaching out to other people, I think. Um, see how far you can go. And when you get stuck with something, then yeah ask around your peers or someone in the space. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah. Nice. And uh, that's led to another venture that you're playing in at the moment. You're doing merch designing for 660 Band. Is that correct, the way I yeah. put that? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what is the 660 Band? You don't know the 660 Band? No. Oh, I've got to play a should song. I, should I be embarrassed now? It kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, when I was at uni, but uh, this is a long time ago before you were born, Yeah. I remember sitting in a lecture and the guy, it was a law lecture, and he was talking about inks, which was in excess, and I thought, what a wanker. <laughs> Have I just had that same moment with you? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. We'll let you off the hook, though. Yeah, that was 660 is uh, the biggest band in New Zealand. Um, okay. They actually recently toured here throughout Australia as well. But, yeah, I think throughout the process of doing my teas, I got a lot of requests. Oh, can you make a 660 tea? And, I mean, they're one of my favourite bands. So, the, yeah, opportunity came about last year. It was last, or the year before. The first lockdown we had, I remember the day I got sent home from work and I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, what am I going to do? How long are we going to be able to work for? It was that scary time. Yeah, exactly. So I just, yeah, went home and kind of went on hustle mode and went online and tried to find a contact and, and I literally just reached out to them and just pitched, hey, can I, this is my work, can I do something for you? And then I didn't get a response and I was <laughs> like, well, at least I tried, at yep. least I asked. Um, it was probably like about two months later, um, got a response. Um, and yeah, from then I've been designing their uh, tour merch. So when they go touring on um, concerts and whatnot. That's so cool. Yeah, it was, yeah, it's... Yeah, I mean, because they're, yeah, one of my favourite bands, so being able to work with them, it was um, it was definitely a moment for me. So, um, no, it was really cool. We went to their uh, concert recently, a few weeks ago in Brisbane. Um, yeah, got to meet the team rather than it being over Zoom and emails. Uh, so that was cool. Um, backstage and just, yeah. Living the life. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, was it good to see your merch on people? Oh, it's unreal. It's yeah. an unreal feeling, yeah. I mean, that was the first concert that I'd seen the merch there in person. Yeah, it was unreal. I think the first time it actually hit more because it was just the first opportunity. They did 660 Saturdays in New Zealand um, and literally the whole country was wearing that T-shirt and everyone was messaging me, oh, yeah, I got one of your teas. And my <laughs> brother would like just go to the concert just to get my tea and, you know, so <laughs> proud cool, of stuff. Yeah. And But no, to see it, it's, um, yeah, it's amazing because – just to think of the journey of where it stemmed from and then, yeah, seeing your product in real life and for one of the biggest bands in the world, it's, yeah, it's crazy for sure. Do you mind me asking, mm. what did you actually put in your letter you sent to them? If I remember off the top of my head, it was fairly short. It was just explaining who I am and I was like, oh, I just, I, um, this is my company here. I do these tees, check them out, put a little link. I'd love to design a t-shirt for you. Um, are you interested? It was literally that short. That short. Um, and yeah, not getting the response, I was like, jokes. Like, <laughs> I was like, I didn't really expect a response anyway. So yeah, the couple months went by and when I when I got the first response, I remember I was like, like my jaw dropped. I was like, no way. And he was like, yeah, I'm happy to do a, um, a collab or work something out together. So yeah, no beating around the bush, just straight to it. Hey, this is what I do. Are you interested? And that's what you got to do. You just got to ask because you got nothing to lose. There's so many ways to touch people these days, isn't there? Like yeah, I don't and I think you bring even, their phone number they go not answering that send yeah. a DM or drop a message somewhere or yeah, yeah. and sometimes it's, it's about the timing as well so it might not be what you're offering but it could be the wrong time for them so yeah I, sh I should have messaged them a month later and reminded them but I left it I waited yeah, that's, out yeah that's not, not good sales uh, yeah no not at all we got there in the end yeah exactly that's we all that there. matters isn't it yeah talking about you know getting to the end and 
You you were an actual elite athlete. Is that is that am I in the right area here? Because I don't yeah. know a lot about your sporting career. Yeah. That yeah. was um something that I only found out recently, I think. And you yeah. represented New Zealand in um soccer, was it? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what why didn't you play rugby? Let's ask that question first while the Kiwis out there. Like, I was never allowed. Really? My mother mum never I was really good too. Yeah, I was I really bet you good. I was a really you good. Got that look in your eye right now, actually. <laughs> I'm not even gonna front about it. I was pretty good, but yeah, I was never allowed as a kid. Yeah. Um but soccer was okay. So Soccer's um okay. yeah, we went the I am not used to saying football, but yeah, soccer football. Um yeah, went down that road. I didn't want to say football because there's only one of New Zealanders, you know. <laughs> 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 Ding. <laughs> I started playing from a young age. I think I was like seven, and I made my first New Zealand representative team when I was eleven years old. Um, so from eleven, yeah, just growing up, I yes. Yeah, you made of, your first rep team at eleven. Eleven years old, yeah, 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 nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. New Zealand team. So yeah, wow. it, was, it was a New Zealand academy team under fourteens, and I was about this as high as this table. I was tiny. It's a little ninety centimeters <laughs> long on there. Yeah, I just uh, found that was you that was fast. my thing. I was very fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was pretty fast. I, I thought um, you'd be fast. I yeah, I just I I definitely had a gift as as a young kid um, with sport, it, like any sport. And I'm not even going to front about it. I'll be frank about it. Yeah, as a kid, I was I was I was great. I was you know running around <laughs> all the boys, stepping all the boys. You know, like it was just my thing. So I had to go, um, and I enjoyed it so much. So I just yeah followed that space and um, yeah growing up. Uh, yeah, I represented the New Zealand age groups growing up, under-16s, under-17s. We had our first tour here to Australia, under-19s, under-20s, went to my first World Cup in Germany. And then after wow. that, yeah, making the, the football ferns, um, you know, the women's squad playing in Cyprus Cup. Um, so, yeah, a, a lot of travel with it and a lot of experience. And, yeah, it was it's a, it was a huge part, a huge part of my life. How hard was it for a young female to be in sport in New Zealand back then? It was very difficult. Yeah. Yeah, really difficult. So, um, yeah, by the time I think I was playing for under-19s, you had to live in Auckland. I'm from Wellington, so it was the – It's a fair hike. Yeah, it, it was. So, yeah, there was a requirement for you to live in Auckland. So I had to move away from my friends, from my family and live there for a few years had a, a job I was working at real sport at the time and I remember at that time we weren't paid athletes by the way we yeah. like it just is what it what it was then I had a job and I'd have to start work an hour later because of you didn't even get game payments back then nothing not only if you went on tour and it was the bare minimum yeah yeah. Living expenses. Like if that, yeah. yeah. Wow. Bare minimum. Yeah. So, yeah, I had to start work an hour later to make the weight training in the morning and I had to finish an hour earlier to make the field training in the afternoon. So you couldn't earn and money either. I couldn't earn money and I had to cut my work hours. Um, yeah, had no family, no friends. It was it was a tough time. Um, yes, it was, yeah, really difficult. Um, so it's it's awesome now to see the space of, of the women's football grow and I've, you know, I've got old teammates and and friends in the industry now making moves and making things happen for women in sport. Um, so it's amazing to see because it was it was tough for us in, in that day and age, but I, s- I sound like I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I'm but way older. <laughs> You've got you covered. But, yeah, it wasn't easy, but we made it happen. Um, it was a fun time. I mean, like, you know, you go along with your teammates um, and, and all of that, but it was, yeah, it was it was a fairly difficult time for me moving away from my family for sure. But, um, yeah, that, that was a big part of my life was footy growing up, everyday footy. You still got mm. the boots now? I know you've said you've hung the boots I, up a few I, times. I do have them. Yeah, yeah I, I, I do have them. I, I don't think I'll ever get them out again, but, no. um, but they're there. Yeah, I might have to test my skills i don't know i don't know i might be a bit yeah might be a bit shifty now but yeah so why didn't you go down a path, the path of coaching or doing something along those lines no 
not sure. I think at the time when I when I transitioned from out of football, uh, the reason I did was because I was losing passion for it for okay. w- whatever reason it was. It became a chore for me after a while. I've, I, was, I had to go to trainings and I was like, oh, and then oh, games in Brisbane now, like when I was playing here. Yeah. I was like, oh, and w- when you lose passion for it, there's only so long you can hold on. And I've always told myself if I don't have passion for something, I'm not going to do it. Um, and I actually held on to it for about a, maybe one or two seasons because I didn't want to let it go because I didn't know what else I was good at, to be honest. So I was just holding on to it because that's all I identified myself was, was that person. But it just got to a place where, yeah, I just wasn't enjoying it. So I think I had never thought about coaching because the passion wasn't there in playing. Yeah. So I didn't think it would have transitioned well. Yeah. yeah. But recently come back into that space now, actually. Um, so I'm linked up with the Broad Beach women's team and helping them with their strength and conditioning for the women's awesome. there at the moment. Yeah. yeah. So my coach there, Chris, he'll give me a he'll give me um a bit of shit for saying this, but every year he's always like, Are you playing? Come on, can I play every every year? And I was like, you know what? No, but I can help you out if the girls need some, you know, um fitness or, you know, strength some stuff. Yeah. S and C stuff. So um yeah, been helping them out since preseason this year. Um so connecting with the sport back in the field that I'm in now is really rewarding. So I'm thoroughly enjoying that. Yeah. Well wow, so what's that six big things you're doing at the moment? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, I don't know. I've got to ask I've got to ask the question, how do you how do you structure your day? Don't like, ask me that because I don't know. I've got to ask how do you, or do you, have, do you not sleep or do you have more hours than we do? I, I value my sleep so much. Yeah. My sleep is my priority. Yeah, I yeah, I've come from being a stress head at times like a year ago, like full stress head and I was, you know, trying to preach something and you know, all this mindfulness and all this and that and I was living the completely other thing other, other way sorry but um yeah I think I've I've learned through my experiences for sure um, but but structuring, you've got to have you've got to have routine, you've got to have habits, and you've got to have a well planned week. You've got to designate time for certain things and designate energy. I think yep. that's the recent thing. That's such a cool thing to say, designate yeah. energy, because it's Cause not time. I think is it? what I was doing it was was you know time task time task time task. So you have that for your week, and then every day you set out your tasks for that day. Time task time task. It's back to back at one point for me from like three in the morning till like. Uh, I don't even know what time it was just like back to back and I just feel like I was getting worn out and I was but I think it was more about structuring your energy and where can you put your energy rather than time so I'd had to restructure my whole week and now I literally don't do any work on a weekday pretty much after work I'm that's me time it's my downtime and I can transition into my you know nighttime routine and get that rest wake up feeling rejuvenated but more or less certain days of my week where I have my days off I'm like right this day this is where I'm just going to tackle out all of this and I kind of premed meditate those days and that's where their energy goes but I am no I'm, I'm not great at it I'm still learning that along along the way but I've come a long way from um definitely from picking up one after the other you know all these opportunities coming up I, I say yes a lot yeah I think it just comes with experience and I'm not the greatest at it now I'll, yeah hand on my heart say that but uh we're getting better you know it sounds like you're walking the right direction though mm. yeah. we'll now narrow, we'll narrow it down to yeah we'll, we'll narrow it down surely one, one i think one of the smart things you said there mm. and you know i'm all about routine and all about structure and, mm. but i'm a yes person as well yeah so i have an ea and she handles all that tragedy that i create behind <laughs> that but you know the big thing for me is i don't have meetings on fridays fridays is thinking day yeah. doing what you need to do yeah if i need to hang out with pico and catch up on shit if i need yeah. to talk things it, it's one of, don't book my mm-hmm. diary on friday yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, smash it. Like I don't do anything but meetings. Yeah. 
Yeah. Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Yeah. Thursdays normally, gee, I might need some projects I need to work on yep. day, but can still be used on overflow. Yeah, that's it. I think the weekly routine is. Everyone's out of here. My department's out at five, like oh, four thirty, mm. whatever they leave. Mm. I don't want people. I worked for KPMG for ten years, and mm. all we did was overtime, like mm. stupid amounts. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, that was a really good grounding for me that mm. that area. But yeah, what I learned was I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know, so yeah, for sure. I go home and as soon as I walk in the house and hit my little beads and yeah. wish my family happiness to the world type stuff, yeah. I'm there, that work coat comes off and mm. I'm all about That's it. just being Greg the dad, you know That's what I mean? That's it, yeah. And he doesn't have a lot of shit to do, so he's sitting in a good place actually. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really nice and refreshing to have a chat with you. I mean, I'm, we cross paths a lot in what we do, but I never really get to sit down with you and talk about all the things yeah. you've done. And it's really, you're one of my favorite people in the fitness industry. Like, mm, and you. I'm really, not this means fuck all anyone, but I'm really mm. proud to when I watch you do things. I just mm. think, wow, there's, there's somebody who has direction mm. and knows what they want to do mm. and is not afraid to put their hand up when they make a mistake and kick yeah. back to the, I've just learned something and move forward. And yeah. you are 100 hundred percent what i call killing it in the industry and well done thank you you know yeah i don't see it a lot yeah no it's an honor to hear that from you as well i appreciate um, it but Mm. it's really Mm. impressive what you do the Mm. boys at emf i mean it's really nice to work with those guys got so much vision someone needs Mm. to actually put dark glasses on them (laughs) you know when you talk to them about where the industry's going what they're doing i sit back and go wow you guys are something doing something special and yeah you're at the front of that and the vision Mm. side of that and i really congratulate you on where you're going Mm. as a person and keep it up Thank you. Keep inspiring us. Thank you so much. So if somebody wants to jump on your app for coaching, Mm -hmm. where do they go? Dose Lifestyle. So you can go Dose, D-O-S-E underscore Lifestyle, L-A-F-E-S-T-Y-L-E on Instagram. Or you can go to my profile, actually. It has Feels and Dose on there as well. So Tez Carlson at T-E-Z-C-A-R-L-S-O-N and you can find everything. It's all about Insta, hey? That's it. It's all about (laughs) So tell me something before we finish up. Why do you call it Dose? Uh, So Dose actually comes from the chemicals of happiness. So dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. Awesome. All of that put together. It's the happy lifestyle. Yep. That's it. I yeah. like it. <laughs> nice. See, way cleverer. Way, way. <laughs> than I ever was. What I come up with BSC? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you have fun. I'll catch up with you again soon. Thanks for coming on board. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.